The XFL Gambling Podcast Week Four Preview and Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Yeah, you see this sweet ass college basketball shirt? Yeah, you can get that. You can get the XFL as well. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the promo code MADNESS for 10% off orders of $40 or more. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circuit Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, week four preview and picks edition. Oh man, another week in the books coming up here. Uh, surprised we made it to week four. Surprised the league itself? Yeah, or us and us individually? Both. Because I think uh, we're all on on fumes, but no, we're thriving. <laughs> we are thriving. I'm coming <laughs> off a three and one week. Yeah, three and one week. I'm feeling good about myself. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick. Don D, that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Very healthy when there's XFL football going on. Like I said, three and one. I'm feeling yes. I, I wanted to go four and oh. I still haven't had a four and oh week. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for they call him the man in the box. All right. And you should check out his podcast. Bottom line bombs. You should subscribe over there. Mm. Give it up for CJ Sullivan. Damn. How you doing, CJ? Beautiful DJ Dundee. Thank you. But that was even an abridged, reserved introduction because I know we have a guest on you to hold things back. It usually lasts another 20 oh, minutes. I, I still got you. It was I beautiful. Still, I, I love st- it. I still got you. <laughs> I love it. He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline <laughs> so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing uh, a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Million-dollar <laughs> smile and a fistful of pesos. That is C.J. Sullivan. Oh man. Uh, we are also joined by third man in the booth, uh, host of the Old Fashioned Football Podcast, which once again subscribe. Give it up for it. Justin Mark, aka J Mark, aka Liquid Lunch. How you doing, J Mark? Good. I'm doing good. I got my liquid lunch right here. The chat is on fire. We got Fortune saying he already had whiskey Wednesday. Um, Sam Garabagat. Gar- I don't know how to say your last. Sam G. How about that? The Battle Dome is going to be lit Sunday. <laughs> oh, I, I believe that. And we also have whiskey lunches. We lit. have our first our first guest for the XFL Gambling Podcast. I'm excited to bring yes. this guy on. On Thursdays, uh, you've been you've been able to see if you've been watching the Greg Peterson show. Me and him have been picking XFL winners. I feel like for the past few weeks, uh, give it up for. I mean, well, first off. Uh, betting analyst Yahoo Sportsbook. So, you want to you want to give this guy a follow on Twitter. Give it up for Mark Drumheller. How you doing, Mark? Great to be here, guys. Listen, week 4 already. Season's starting to fly by, but we started to see some offense last week. So, yeah. that's exciting. Hopefully, it's a, you know, precursor of more to come. Oh, for sure. We finally got some offense going. Uh, the Sea Dragons who I know we both have futures on, Mark. I know CJ as well. Ooh. Uh, finally Finally, you know, got the win. Uh, ironically, probably the game they should have lost in a way, right. but they they end up winning that one. Uh, how do you feel about that future on the the Sea Dragons, man? 
it's good. It's going to be interesting in the sense that, like, I don't think the turnovers that have plagued them minus seven on turnover margin on the year, like, I think that's just part of their DNA. I don't think that's going to change as the season progresses. Ben DiNucci is just going to be Ben DiNucci, right? And we're going to have to live with it. But where I think the future is live is, is they may just be good enough offensively as the year progresses to where it doesn't matter where they just, you know, outscore everybody, put enough points on the board, enough scoreboard pressure mm. to really, you know, put some of these other teams in a bind. So um, I, I like them. I like them still, even with the turnovers. Um, you know, I took Vegas last week, pushed. I had the four. So, you know, wasn't nice. really happy about that fourth and two 65-yard touchdown. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> they, they, they just look like they're so far ahead of everybody else offensively over 500 yards last week. So it's a good ticket to have in your pocket. Lots of good numbers out there. I know people that got, you know, plus 900 or more on Seattle. Um, I think it's definitely live. Yeah. CJ, you went last week and loaded up last right? week. I loaded them up a plus 800. I still saw them today around plus 750, 700 at shops, which I think with their ceiling, I think it's uh, still worth getting down on. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, look, uh, J Mark, you got a future on the Battle Hawks. I know we're gonna yeah. get to picking these games. They 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 had they've been like the Stones in '69. They they've been jumping around from city to city to city. Uh, uh, they're finally gonna play a home game. How do you feel about your future on the Battle Hawks? I'm feeling good about it. I think they've looked pretty solid. I still think they uh, have a lot of pieces to kind of put together, but they're they're winning games minus last week. What? We said on the pod last week, we thought, I thought they were going to lose. You guys thought they were going to lose. Now they get to come home. That battle dome is going to be rocking. Um, it's going to be loud. And yeah, I'm feeling good about the future. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I hear fan turnout's going to be insane there. You know, mm -hmm. they, they've opened what, the top deck or something. I think I read something to top that. deck open top in St. Louis, top deck, double deckers. Um, all right, well let's, let's hop into it because uh, we just have a loaded, loaded slate here. Yeah. The, the first game, once again, two on Saturday, we're back to that. That's the thing is they've kind of stayed inconsistent right. with moving these games around as far as uh, schedule last week, just one Saturday game this week, two Saturday games as the Houston roughnecks head into Orlando to take on. Oh boy. This is the second matchup. We're seeing the second matchup. That's two, there's two this week, right? Two revenge games already playing. That's kind of, that seems early. I mean, I, I, for I had Orlando on the money line last week and I really thought I was going to hit on that thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, by the, I would say by like what early fourth quarter, I was like, yeah. Oh, this is going to hit. I'm going to look like a genius. No, no, still, still look like a moron. Um, uh, Houston at Orlando. This is one. Do we have any idea before I, before I even rattle off the line, do we have any idea on is Paxton Lynch for sure? Starting this game, J Mark. I think that's their plan from everything I've heard. Mm -hmm. um, of course they brought in Quentin flowers, but we know how it is with guys trying to pick up playbooks. Look at Brett Hundley. So, um, it, <laughs> well, maybe Dormandy you know, can I, sell them their playbook. Then, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. So this line, I, I still can't believe what's Paxton Lynch done, right? Was he, was he related to Terrell Buckley? Um, <laughs> he's getting eight and a half points. The, the guardians are eight and a half yeah. points. The over under set at 37 and a half uh, plus 300. If anyone wants to try the, the the money line again against perhaps the best team, Mark, you're our guest. Lead us off. What are you doing here, and what are you doing totals wise? Yeah, I laid it with the Roughnecks. Um, I you know I got it eight and a half. I actually saw some seven and a halfs out there, but I couldn't get them on my app here, in New Jersey, um, when it initially opened. So I ended up with the eight and a half. I think it's fine here. You know, you look at Houston. The defense is getting better and better each week. You know, they outgained. San Antonio, 374 to 162 last week, only let up 3.4 yards per play. Um, so Wade Phillips defense leads the whole league in sacks. They're going to get better as the season goes on defensively. And I just don't see how Orlando keeps up in this game. Uh, you know, Houston's won by at least nine points in all three games. Orlando, they bring in, you know, Quentin Flowers. I mean, this is a guy who, you know, requested a trade after getting benched in 2020 by the Tampa Bay Vipers, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, his history in the XFL, he's not your savior. If things don't go right, he's just going to demand a trade, which nobody traded for him because, you know, he's Quentin Flowers. <laughs> but, you know, here, com here comes the guy to, you know, save you know, Terrell Buckley's guardians. Um, I don't think so. Uh, I think there's going to be some spots to bet the guardians as an underdog, just because the market's so low on them. Like last week was one, obviously, you know, getting, 
you know, eight and a half points against Bob Stoops offense is like free money. But, um, you know, I don't think it's this week. I think the Roughnecks run away with it. Um, total, total wise, kind of tough, man. I got burned on the under last week with Vegas and Seattle and they put up like 56 points. I said, you know what? I'm going to take a little break from the totals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think if I had to go to, I'm probably not yeah. going to touch the total here. I would go over just because the first matchup, but I, and I got to think, I got to think Orlando's offense has got to be improving. Maybe I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's another week. It's another week. Uh, <laughs> I know that's my philosophy. That's hilarious too. That's I, I want to get there with Orlando too, like getting like this many points in a second like revenge game. But you just I just can't do it. And you're just like and you're like yeah. And that's literally the only defense. Like well, it's another week <laughs> of football. I imagine they are putting something together. I mean, Grant, their defense did look better, but like you said, it was against a Stoops uh, kind of offense. Their defense held a minute, but. Versus Houston, I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it's just too, it's too much of a mismatch. The Houston D line has looked great so far. And, and going back to last week, what uh, the Orlando Paxton Lynch led the team in rushing. Mm. That is a concern. Just 3.2 yards of rush for Orlando. I, I got to take Houston. I got to take Houston. Look, I, I as a guy that, that, that took Orlando and I said, Hey, they're not as bad as we think That's, they are. And when they play, <laughs> and when they played week one, weren't the, the stats were kind of even. Yeah, the game. Well, look that, at the I yardage. think they got up so much though sure. that the defense relaxed a little bit. Mm. They were able to fling the rock a little bit. Quentin Dormady played, you know, before he before he started before selling he the books, selling playbooks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you have a feel on on the over under, CJ? I would lean under actually, just because of I don't think Orlando like Orlando is going to do much, can, can do anything against Houston's defense at all, and their offenses. Their offense is just a disaster, and and, and it's a question mark. At least the bad offenses, you know what's going to happen. Orlando, you have no idea who's going to be out there from series to series. Their offensive linemen are trying to change the plays in the huddle. <laughs> for Francois yeah, yeah, the key yeah. too here, guys, is that you know, the, it, with it being a revenge spot, that favors Wade Phillips the most. Like he's yeah. seen, like we have Wade Phillips, probably the most accomplished coach in this league, has already seen this Orlando offense once. <laughs> so what do we think Orlando is going to cook up here the second time around? Right? Yeah. Is there a bulletin yeah. board yeah. soundbite material? Remember uh, week one when he says, "If I were them, I'd run the ball when they're down 19 because <laughs> I kept throwing picks." <laughs> J Mark, what are you doing here in this battle in Orlando? Uh, and and what are you doing totals and for the game? Yeah, this line doesn't make sense to me. Why? Why is this about the same number we're getting against Arlington? Because Houston is the better team. Um, they're the best in the league. I think Colby, I know you disagree. You got them in bottom three. You said last week, (laughs) I was hoping no, I had them better than, than Arlington. Look, and I got an, I I was dumb enough to take an Arlington future too. And they're somehow two and one, but I look at the yardage last week. They should have beat Arlington. They should have beat Arlington. That's all I'm saying. Uh, The yardage power rank, the yardage Um, only power rank. Normally that tells a tale, man. That tells a tale for the most part. Find me, find me the NFL team last in yardage. That's in the playoffs. All right. Um, Just saying, just saying. All right. So what are you doing? Um, Yeah. So I I think this should be 10 and a half, 11 even. Um, So yeah, I'm riding with Houston, but I do like the under. We saw when Houston got up last week, they started getting a little conservative in the second half. Didn't end up scoring any points in that second half. Mm-hmm. I could see them getting up, um, Orlando not being able to really put any points on the board, and Houston getting conservative. So I kind of like I lean the under on this one. All right. Well, we're gonna get to the second game on Saturday, but before we get there, I want to tell you that the XFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by WinBet. Yes. Uh, look, I mean. Right now, WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting, same game parlays, aka will WinBets build your own bet. And March Madness is here, folks. Uh, that is that means there's tons of college basketball action you can get down on, plus NBA, NHL, and like we're like we're talking XFL action. Uh, sign up today to receive a special offer: bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DJs only, if you hit the uh, biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to James Turns and Conditions, winbet.com must be 21 or older present state winbet is available. If someone if you or somebody you knows a gamer problem called one hundred five two two four seven zero zero. I'm working a these are auditions. <laughs> these are auditions for the micro machines because they're coming back at some point, yeah, right? Uh, right? They're coming back. <laughs> At some point, uh, all right. I mean, enough on. of me trying to sell 
the guardians and Terrell Buckley for some, for some, uh, some value in the future. Uh, the Brahmas are taking on the sea dragons. I actually think you can make an argument. This is the most interesting game this week. This is Saturday night, seven o'clock Eastern four o'clock uh, Pacific sea dragons are laying four and a half yep. over unders at 40 and a half. Uh, the Brahmas are plus 180 on the money line. If you just want to take Seattle to win the game, minus 210. Uh, Mark, I know we just talked Sea Dragon future. What are you doing here in this game? Are you riding with your team? I'm actually not. I'm waiting out. I want to see how many points I can get with the Brahmas. Um, five have started to pop. So I'm hoping as we get closer to kickoffs, maybe I can even get a six here, which would be massive. But. You know, I just think that Seattle, as talented as they are, right, has not shown the ability to cover these numbers. Oh, two and one against the spread so far. You know, if, if you if you got it a four last week, obviously that was a push. So they need to prove to me that they can cover these numbers. Obviously, because of how well they perform from a yardage perspective, they're going to be power rated high. They're going to be laying points every week, but they got to start covering these numbers for me to back them. In this game with the Brahmas, I think their defensive line is going to cause Danucci some problems, force him into some bad interceptions. And what do we know about the Brahmas on offense, right? Very conservative offense, short passes to those tall wide receivers. They want to run the ball with Belage and Patrick. That's going to eat up clocks, shorten possessions make the game smaller um, in that, in that type of situation, the points are more valuable. So um, I, I don't know if I would go Brahma's money line, like people want to play Seattle, you know, minus the two ten on the money line, you know, I could live with that, but I'm going to wait here and see if I, how many points I can get with the Brahma's and probably back San Antonio. I'll say this, the Seattle run defense. I still think there's some question marks there. They might and, and mm-hmm. go back to week one, San Antonio had success running the ball. I, I, I'm a little concerned about the status of Jack Cohn. Uh, last week, eight of 20, 64 yards, yeah. 3.2 yards, a pass, uh, one touchdown, one interception. That makes me also, uh, what are you doing over underwise? You, you think maybe you go over just cause it's June Jones in this, in this sea dragons offense, or do you think, you know, Jack Cohn is a liability and maybe we go under. Yeah, I would probably lean under just because I think like if I'm Heinz Ward, I'm going into this game, right? And I think Heinz Ward's very conservative coach to begin with. You know, if you can look at just like the point after conversions on touchdowns, um, San Antonio converts, uh, the you know, the second uh, highest amount of time on those conversions, but they're like tied for sixth in, in the actual points that they get from those conversions because he's always going for one. So I think Heinz Ward, very conservative, like he wants to win like the old Steelers, um, so I, I think he's going to try and keep this low scoring, keep the ball out of Seattle's hands, you know, try and play keep away. So I would probably lean to the under if I had to play the total. And I'm curious before I get your take CJ on, on this, like, do, what, is there a strategy you use, you know, with, with college football or NFL, I feel like, you know, the, the three, the seven, so huge. Have you is, is four and a half points? Or are you just sitting there saying, you know, is that, is that a key number perhaps for you or, or what, is there a philosophy you use when handicapping? Not really, not yet. Like I haven't really seen, like, I think the two is probably more valuable than mm-hmm. it, it is in the NFL just because of how close these games are. The margin of victory is so small, but for me, like personally, I've just been really reluctant to lay points. Like I have to be really comfortable. You know, we'll kind of talk about that in these upcoming games, but um, you know, when you're laying like four or five points, like that's much more than in an NFL game because these games are typically much closer margins of victory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, originally I looked a couple of days ago and they were calling for rain, but it seems like it's going to clear up, but high of 50 degrees in Seattle for Saturday night. Uh, I'm actually, <laughs> I say this every time. Yeah. I'm refusing to fade Seattle. I'm going back down. All right. Uh, maybe it's that I saw t- way too much of Jack Cohen play college football. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not sold on him at, at any pro level at being a quarterback. I am scared. Danucci does seem to give the ball away often, but I'm going to go back to the well on Seattle. And I, 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 I lean over as long as there's no rain. If there's rain with it, there's a chance because there's rain all day, Friday, rain all day, Sunday. So maybe they're a little off and we do see rain. Keep an eye on that. CJ, what are you doing here? Well, if you're guessing rain in Seattle, I'll go ahead and say, yes, there's going to be <laughs> rain, but um, <laughs> I agree with Mark there. I think this is too many points for sale. Seattle's a team that you, we want to be covered just because they're offensive June Jones. We want them to cover and they're just, they're just not doing it. And we have to eventually have to look at them in the face. Like, Okay, this is the reality. You know, they they're sloppy with the ball, whatever. They they pulled out that win somehow, but like four and a half is way too many. It'll be a lit atmosphere, but I think that helps 
both teams. I think San Antonio is going to, I mean, I think anytime there's a, a great atmosphere in this league that both teams are going to be excited for just because they won't have that kind of a uh, crowd normally to uh, play. And uh, as far as Jack Cohn, I get it, but he had two good games and last week was his bad one. Plus he was going probably the best defense he's ever went up against also last week. True. Fair point. You know, fair. So, that is fair. The run game though. I think if for DFS, I know we're going to do a DFS roster line uh, or lineup later. I think the run game could be a good play for San Antonio sure. here, but anyway, continue on, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think one of the and like I said, they have great uh, rushing attack with uh, Patrick. Although that goal line offense last week versus Houston, what, how they that play calling? Well, they just couldn't punch it in cover like gentlemen. <laughs> so I would go four and zero. Just so I won't hold that against them. I'm going to take San Antonio plus four and a half, and uh, forty and a half is a is a high number, and I think that's definitely a reflection of what we just saw last week. With uh, you know, with the way Seattle went off in, in a Vegas game, the nooch with the nooch, and you know, and uh, he threw some nooch bombs. And <laughs> Josh Gordon's emerging. I mean, do they have anyone that can guard him beyond emerging? Right? No, absolutely not. But uh, at the same time, nooch, nooch, nooch throws the ball plenty around. Everybody eats with nooch offense, defense. <laughs> you know, he's, he's a true, true Italian Democratic quarterback. Everybody eats at a nooch offense. <laughs> Uh, J Mark, what are you doing here? Are you on, are you on my side? Are you right with CJ and Mark? What are you doing, man? I am on your side. I can't fade Seattle yet. All right. Um, I think you know this has been the best looking offense all year. Last year they or last week they really started clicking even more so. They stepped it up another notch. They even had the run game going. Morgan Ellison going over 100 yards. Yes, it scares me a little bit that Jack Cohn did look good those first two weeks. I mean, he was close to seventy mm. percent passing. I know it was checkdowns, but check still, down God. He was, yeah, he was moving the ball pretty efficiently <laughs> until he played Houston and threw it in the dirt over and over because he didn't want to get hit. But um, and, and I don't think Seattle can put that kind of pressure on Jack Cohn like Houston did either. But I just think this June Jones offense—it's just starting to get going. It's starting to really click. We're going to continue to see it get better and better. Um, and it's already the best in the league. I think it was since week one. I just, I think they have more to tap into there. So especially if they get that run game over hundred yards again. So yeah, I'm riding with Seattle J -Mark, and I'm what taking is, the over. Sorry, J Mark. What is Morgan Ellison's uh, health status? He's questionable. I saw it. Right? I heard, I heard he got pretty banged, banged up, up at the end of that game. Right? Yeah. I think he's going to be good to go. They did sign another running back, but I think he'll be good to go. Well, they had to because Knox, what Knox, Knox done for the year, right? Mm. Yep, he's on the reserve. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how fast they can pick up that offense. I guess the benefit is is the run and shoot. Just don't hand the ball off, right? Right. <laughs> 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 um, June Jones, no problem with that. He's like, oh, we don't right. need the running back. Absolutely. Um, uh, all right, before we we get into uh, Sunday's action, I want to tell you that the XFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts. They also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including PGA, NHL, NBA. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state, which I know a lot of states out there, you just don't have the avail availability. So there's always, there's always a way around it. Head over to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. PN. All right. We are back. XFL action is rolling Sunday. The Arlington renegades who I was dumb enough to buy a future on, even though they're two and one, I'm convinced they're the worst team in the league. All right. I'm convinced that offensive line is the worst offensive line. How about that? If you don't want to join me on the worst team in the league, I believe that is the worst offensive line in the league. Uh, they're getting four in the hornet's nest. Yes. I'm talking about St. Louis, the murder capital right. of America, but also a team deprived of football for a long time. <laughs> uh, as, as obviously, you know, the St. Louis Rams now in Los Angeles, I think this place is going to be absolutely packed. Uh, Mark St. Louis is laying four. the over unders at 36 and a half Arlington's plus plus one fifty on the money line. If, if perhaps you want to talk yourself into that one, what are you doing here? At uh, what are they calling this? The dome, isn't that it? The dome uh, in St. Louis, Mark. 
Yeah, so Operation Fade Bob Stoops continues here. Yes. I've had the drop on this team since the beginning of the year. They're they're the worst team in the league. Minus 1.2 in net yard per play, worst in the entire XFL. And it's the offense is just atrocious. Like they have nothing there. Sluter is not going to make a difference. You know, he threw, you know, more interceptions and touchdowns in the USFL. So I don't know, you know, what they think they're going to get out of there, but can't run the ball. Stoops still will run the ball into a brick wall 30 times a game. He doesn't care. He dials up the run. It's going to win the old way. Um, but, you know, somehow they're winning games. So we're still getting value here. But in this spot against St. Louis coming off that loss, um, I like St. Louis here. But, you know, we talked about the point spread in these numbers before. Um, I couldn't get to, to lay the four points. I don't I really don't like laying points like that here as bad as Arlington is. Um, I played him on the money line at minus 175. I think that's the best way to approach it. With that crowd in that environment, with St. Louis coming off the loss against this Arlington team, Arlington's defense is pretty tough. So we could get, you know, kind of close yeah. game. And we know how to battle Hawks like the win, right? Heart attack Hawks last minute, win by two, win by three. That's their MO. So I couldn't get the laying to four. So I just played St. Louis on the money line, minus 175. I can't see a way where the Renegades win this game. So I was comfortable laying that big number, uh, but I think that's the best way to attack it here. St. Louis gets the job done finally at home. Yes. St. Louis says Mark Drumheller. Make sure you give Mark a follow. Once again, he's a betting analyst, Yahoo Sportsbook. book. Uh, you can give him a follow at X underscore Drumheller. Um, are we at all concerned? Jonathan Hayes was the former head coach of the St. Louis Battlehawks in XFL 2.0. He's the OC, the struggling OC of the Renegades coming back home, reuniting. I'm just making up storylines. I don't think I don't think there's anything there. Uh, well, what's that? St. Louis's biggest issue is the offensive line. So like you can, and that's where Arlington has the advantage here. Like their defense is going to be all over McCarron. That's why I didn't want to lay the points. I'm like, let me just play this thing on the money line because um, Arlington's defense they they get after you. They make plays. They're the strength of the team. The offense is trash. You know, the defense is is solid. You know, they create turnovers every week. So that's why I just couldn't get the lay in the number. But I do think, you know, Arlington's gonna have some success on defense here. Um, probably an under game, you know, but I think St. Louis ultimately, you know, comes away with the win. Yeah, and Mark, the the one place uh, on Thursday nights on, on the Greg Peterson show when me and you have been on, I've said the one place where I actually think, you know, a home field advantage might dictate a point or two. Uh, is is Washington D.C. at Audi Field, but we haven't seen a home game in St. Louis here. Do you think that could be a, a, you know something that we could adjust spreads because they have a they might have a real home environment? You think? Yeah, I definitely think so. So there are three place three teams that I targeted before the season that I think are going to have significant home field advantages. Like I think San Antonio with the Alamo Dome, like that place was rocking too. If you remember back in week yeah. one, um, they should have won that game against St. Louis, but you know they had that collapse that got all over Sports Center. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's here. I, I think this could probably might be the strongest in, in St. Louis. We're going to see what it looks like. And then you of course have DC DC, probably the funnest crowd, right? If you're going to go yeah. to a game, you oh, want to yeah. go to DC, oh, yeah. get the beer, uh take the lemons, the whole nine. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, but I do think San Antonio probably will have one as well, you know, and that the middle of the pack, like, you know, you got Houston and then you got like Seattle on a talent level, if they can ever figure out the turnovers, but then that middle of the pack before you get the like Arlington and Orlando and the dregs of the league um, is really kind of tight. So yeah. like, I do think like home, you know, home field advantage does matter in those matchups for sure. For sure. Uh, with, with, I, look, I have a future on Arlington. So I, I'm going to, this is what I call somewhat hedging. I am going to lay the points with uh, St. Louis uh, lay in the four You're gonna do nine consecutive yeah. weeks of hedging. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Hope you're subscribed to the XFL gambling podcast with my nine week hedge plan. Um, uh, I'm laying the four yeah. with uh, St. Louis. I, I just feel like the momentum of this stadium, the crowd I, and the fact that I don't know what the rock had against them playing a home game in St. Louis. Uh, was it the blues? Was I it the mean, hockey team? Yeah. I don't even understand, but uh, why, why they it's, I mean, we're in week four. They're They're the only team playing their first it's home wild game. to start off with yeah. three straight road games like and that. knowing ahead of time that this is the one crowd that, you know, from XFL uh, 2.0, mm -hmm. that was, that was really you know, one of the better crowds. I would have tried to play into it early in the season, but Hey, that's why I I'm just hosting a podcast. Um, uh, <laughs> I am, all, I am going to lay the points though with St. Louis. I, I call me crazy here. I think the under is the play in this one. 
I think the unders the play. CJ, what are you doing here in this matchup with the total and for the game? Well, for the game, I agree with. I understand what Mark's saying about it's being weary of laying the points, but I don't, I don't mind laying a four with this one in particular, just because of uh, Arlington. I think is the biggest disappointment we've had, at least of the, of the teams. Oh, yeah. like, even though they are two and one, um, they're luck boxed their way into do you those think, two victories. Do you think Sloter's regretting the the move from the USFL <laughs> to the XFL? Well, and I'll and I'll give Sloter even yeah. a pass for last week because that was his first game in, and he'll probably will improve a little bit. But I think this is just going to be a buzzsaw down in St. Louis. Like like I said, they haven't had a home game yet, and yeah. they're going to have the number one home field advantage. And AJ McCarron's kids are going to be able to watch him beat <laughs> Arlington. <laughs> I mean, what what a dream they had. They wouldn't want his dad making ten times the money to hold a clipboard and they go on a vacation. They would much rather. <laughs> <laughs> see this uh, this uh, yeah. beautiful matchup on Sunday afternoon, but I like I I mean as much as we like to hate on St. Louis too for being a little luck box, I think they do look efficient even co- even with Coach uh, Tony Meatball there from Del- Delray, New Jersey. Uh, I have no problem playing with St. Uh, no problem playing St. Louis and uh, the total I don't have a good strong opinion on, but I, I would definitely lean under. J Mark, what are you doing here at the Dome? First of all, shout out to Sam G. He's got the supplies to make 300 jello shots. Oh, going man. to do their part at the tailgate. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, going to be insane. The bars have been packed in St. Louis for watch parties for the first three road games. Is um, that a, is, are we going to have a jello snake? A jello snake. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But they're in a little cups, so it wouldn't go very far. Uh, <laughs> a jello mold shot creature, though, you could figure be something. something out yeah. Here. Can we make a battle right. hawk out DC's of it? DC's got the lemons uh, and the snake. I feel like St. Louis, we got to create something in St. Louis. A jello battle hawk. Th- these fans have been deprived. I'm with them. I love the energy. It's going to be like a college football environment, I feel like. Um, J Mark, though, uh, continue on, yeah. my friend. So, I know you hate domes, uh, but yeah. they hold that sound in. 30,000. When's the last time Sloter played in front of a hostile crowd of 30,000 people, mm. especially an adult? That wasn't even in college because I mean, he went to Northern Colorado. That was probably yeah, exactly. in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's truly going to affect the game. I think this is the the one place that's going to have a huge home field advantage. I think it's going to rattle Arlington. It's going to rattle their offense, the the cue for the plays. He's going to be trying to listen to his uh, offensive coordinator while you know the analysts are telling us what the play is and all that stuff that we don't want to listen to. But um, <laughs> you guys know I'm big on the Battle Hawks. Uh, I think they're they're one of the better teams, and so I think they covered. The, I think they route this team. I think this is a show up, um, show up for the crowd, show up for those home fans that have been defra- deprived of football, and just blow Arlington out and route them. I, I like the over. I think there's going to be a lot of points by St. Louis, just a little bit um, on the other side of the ball here. And uh, yeah, give me give me St. Louis to win this by a lot. There we go. There wow. we go. Right. Go with the stick it to his future. Ten jello right. shot pick on that one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I like uh, it. All right, the nightcap. Now, uh, I'm curious. Actually, I guess before we go into the uh, let's let's talk this one first. Uh, Vegas goes into Aldi Field in Washington D.C. The mm. lemon party they call yes, this sir. one as D.C. is laying six. The over unders at forty one. I am seeing Vegas at plus two hundred with Brett Hundley. Seems like he's Ooh. solidified his uh, spot as the starting QB. Mark, what are you doing here in DC? Yeah, I'm taking the dog. I'm taking the six points. I haven't bet it yet. I'm going to wait. Hey, maybe I can get seven. Right? They can bet this up as, as high as they want. Um, I just don't think you know in this spot. You know, you look at DC, and not that they're not a good team, but I, I think they're a little bit of a vulnerable favorite. Like laying six points in this league is just insane, especially for a team that relies, you know, primarily on the running game, right? To score mm. points, a running game and their defense. That's how they score. Now, Tiamu surprised me. Had a couple explosive plays in critical situations last week. Um, I'm betting he can't do it again. Uh, you know, I like the Vegas offense, you know, with Hunley average 5.8 yards per play last week, the third highest mark of any offense this season, Seattle has the top two marks. So, you know, better offensive performance than we've seen at any team, not named Seattle. Um, so now that Huntley another week under his belt, another week comfortable, you have a solid offense playing a DC team, um, that has a strong defense. They're going to create turnovers. They're going to make plays, but I just think the six points is way too, too valuable with, you know, an emerging offense with Vegas. So, you know, I grab, I I'm going to grab it. You know, if I get more than six, fine. But if I get six, you know, I'll just play it that way. 
Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think look, and I, I, we have DC futures. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I grew up in the DC area, so I am all about the, the, the experience there after what has happened in the NFL with the, the pro team. Um, But I don't know that I, first off, I thought that you'd see more of De'Ara King last week. I was shocked. We didn't see more of Mm -hmm. De'Ara King, which I, I get it. Tamo had a had a very good day, and I know J Mark was cringing at the thought of that. But <laughs> I I, uh, I I really was a bit a bit perplexed by that. But I still I just don't feel comfortable. I think the passing attack has been a little questionable. Yeah. So I don't feel comfortable laying the points there. I think I have to take DC. I think I mean I'm sorry. I think I have to take Vegas. Vegas. But I think DC probably will win on the money line. I just don't feel like I can lay that many points. Uh. So give me that. And I also, I actually go under as well. I think Greg Williams can make uh, Brett Hundley make a few mistakes. And then uh, just the fact that DC passing game hasn't been great. I lean towards the under there right. at Aldi. What are you doing here? CJ? Yeah. I was surprised by both numbers, six and 42 there or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like I, that just seemed a big reaction from last week. I think was they put up the most points I believe in good, but DC, that's not DC's MO. Like you guys were saying yeah. their defense and they're running game. So I like, I let in this is our second revenge game as well. Although that we all remember what happened in a couple of weeks ago with the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the double dare park that was going on out there in Vegas when it was raining spray painted fields. And, and the, that's and, part and, of the fun. And the, of the, that's part of the fun of these spring leagues. In my opinion, and the announcers right? up in that uh, Notre Dame film intern booth, whatever, with the wind blowing them back and forth. I mean, so, Hundley's getting better each week too. I think. I think he's getting grasp. He looks a little more competent. So I mean, I'll gladly take six. And I think, and I agree with Mark. I think this line's going to keep going up too. It's already heavily kind of juiced to minus six. So if you can get six and a half, seven, but like, like he said too, I'll take anything at, at plus six and uh, and the under forty two and feel very comfortable. With, yeah, uh, they're actually calling for rain in DC. Yeah. So why not? It should always rain when these two teams play. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they need a water tower close to it. So, so, so you can grip, throw the broadcast team up in the water. Hard tower, to grip right? those lemons though. When it rains and launch into the field. <laughs> that's true. It's a fair point. That's uh, that's why they cover the six. How that's about, your analysis. A little bit. Hard to grip the lemons. Hey DC, how about not give a full size lemon with each vodka cocktail? Maybe, maybe give slices. Slices don't hurt as much when you whip them. They're harder yeah. to throw. When the league folds and you look back at your lemon cost, <laughs> right. it might be, a, might be concerning over there. Yeah, I like the, right. I like the rock breaking down the numbers. Well, I see a problem here. Uh, DC. You spent forty thousand. We spent we spent forty grand on lemons. I mean, I what? don't want to. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be the joy kill here, but. <laughs> Can we get a cheaper garnish? And now I got to make Giambi or G- uh, Jumanji twelve. You know what I mean? Giambi. I almost said Jason Giambi, who, um, who probably will be in Jumanji twelve if they ever get to that. <laughs> Starting the G- Giambi brothers. Oh man, uh, J-, J Mark, what are you doing here in DC? Yeah, you guys know that this game's hard for me to pick because I don't like either of these quarterbacks. I don't yeah. like Tamu. I don't like Hunley. Um, I don't like Luis Perez. I do like Derek <laughs> just, King. So uh, I hope to see him more, but just say, Mark's just like, I don't like any minority quarterback. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not it at all. He's <laughs> um, like, give me a guy like Sloter. All right. I like Sloter. <laughs> <laughs> Can they trade for Drew Plitt? Maybe Can we get a- <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm oh busting boy. your balls, buddy. All right. Uh, uh, we all know yeah. it's, it's a Byron Scott yeah. thing. We get it. <laughs> Bra- Byron <laughs> Scott. Byron Scott. Yeah. The three point uh, special is Byron Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Continue Anyways. on, J Mike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, however, I think Hunley showed that he can lead this team, he can mm-hmm. put some points up. I, uh, I think Tamu does. We saw in the USFL, he's a back and forth quarterback. He has some really good games, then he has some really bad games. He, um, he turns the ball over too much with fumbles and interceptions. I'm not a Tamo believer because of that. And so, yeah, this is too many points. I, I'm, I'm riding with Vegas in the plus six here. Um, I, I think, I think this is a three point game either way, regardless yeah. of who wins the game. I think it's a three point game. So yeah, I'm taking Vegas and I'm taking the under, I think it's going to be slower than, than people think. Mm. Let me ask you this. If it's a downpour, who does that favor more? Obviously, DC's got the good ground attack. Mark, Mark what do you think? If, if it is downpouring here, what do you what do you yeah. think about that? It favors DC because yeah. you know you need Hundley to whip it around. They can't run the ball for anything. I mean, Hundley got sixty six yards on the ground last week, but he they can't run the ball like they can't line up and run it at you. You right. know, so uh, you know they mm-hmm. need to be able to throw the ball down the field uh, to Bidette and those guys, Martavius Bryant. So if it's another rain game, 
you know, we might be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it might be like live bet out of this. Right. Get, but uh, hopefully the, the forecast holds up and it's not. And listen, it's like rain is fine, but like what they experienced week two in Vegas, it was like the middle of a tornado. There's like yeah. wind and, you know, the towers are blowing over. And, you know, nobody could do anything. It's just line up and get creamed. So, um, you know, we're going to hope for a little bit better weather, but I do think Vegas is the side with the points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to ask you this before we get you out of here, Mark, uh, we're going to ask all of us right now, right. what is the game you want to see most? Like if, if you, if, if, you know, whoever said you only get one game to watch this weekend, what's the one Mark that you're excited for the most? That's a good one. I mean, it would have to be St. Louis just cause I want to see the crowd. Like I want to see the dome, yeah. you know, that that's really what it is. I think the most intriguing stylistic matchup is it's going to tell us the most about both teams is Houston and San Antonio, right? How, uh, or, um, oh yeah. Or no, yeah you, no, or no, the, uh, no, I got you. I got you. San Antonio and yeah. Seattle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, San Antonio yeah. and Seattle. And how does Danucci, right. you know, hold up against that pass rush? Um, and you know, will they be able to keep the game competitive? Because, you know, like I said, Cone was miserable last week, you know, 60 yards passing or, or something like that. Um, so, you know, can he bounce back and, you know, what does that offense do with Jaime Elizondo, who was really good with Tampa in 2020. So, um, you know, I expect more out of San Antonio's offense as the season goes on, but huge. If I had to watch one game, it would be St. Louis just cause I got to see that crowd. I mean, I'm thinking about, I'm over here in Philly. I'm thinking about flying out to St. Louis just for the tailgate. Look out. Yeah. Yeah. I just might go for those jello shots. There yes. you go. Give him a follow. <laughs> Look, I know some of the, the people in the chat, make sure you give Mark a follow uh, CJ, CJ. Uh, what, what's the game you want to see most? I not to uh, coattail everything, but yeah, I, I want to see this crowd in St. Louis, especially they're opening up the top deck. The double decker, yeah. the dome. Say, I mean, it's it's just it was just it's just a weird schedule how they've been holding off these the maybe the number one crowd support for a month. And yeah, like, and yeah, edging I them if you don't will. understand that strategy, but you, yeah, right. maybe exactly. it works out to their favor. J Mark, what's the game you want to see most? Yeah, you know it's the Battle Hawks. I want to see this crowd. I want to see um, them get loud, and this is going to be the biggest crowd we've seen so far in the XFL. Mm. So I want to see how the players react and respond to that. I guess I'm in the minority saying, uh, I, I'm, I want to see my guardians. They got Quentin flowers. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Quentin, I, anyone that says I demand a trade All right. when they have no value, I respect, <laughs> I respect. <laughs> All right. The double down on himself. I demand a trade. All right. Uh, to where the Walmart to, to work there. Uh, anyway, Shout out to uh, actually the game I really want to see is probably the Seattle game Saturday night. Yeah. All right, see, Saturday night. I'm, I'm I'm very excited to watch that game. Uh, all right, Mark. Well, we appreciate you. Everyone, make sure you give Mark a follow once again. You see it if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, by the way, XFL Gambling Podcast live from YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, but yeah, give him a follow at X underscore Drumheller. Mark, uh, appreciate you, and yeah, please buddy. come back and pick games with us again. Absolutely. Let's do it again, boys. Best of luck this weekend. All right. There we go. Have Thank a safe you. Take, take care. Have a safe flight to St. Louis for those jello shots. Yeah, those jello shots. <laughs> Loading up on those, man. Let us know if you if you make it out there. <laughs> All right. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun, man. He's, whip, he's knowledgeable. Whip, he's whipping got, around. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a little too much for, information if you ask me. But that's <laughs> all right. That's fine. That's fine. I get it. That's how you make your living. <laughs> It's like you'd rather be in the dark with Dundee saying, right. Hey, Thrill Buck has got something going. <laughs> the dark with Dundee. Uh, guys, guys, we uh we have to talk DFS here, all right? All right? It's the DFS segment on the okay. show, which means uh, you know, I guess I'll give us some type of uh some type of music here yeah. to uh to get us excited about uh the DFS side of things. Because CJ, I believe CJ and maybe even J Mark hit for cash last week. Oh, there we go. Ship it. Yes, this is the DFS music that I just came up with. Shout out to us for covering DFS. And remember, each and every week we will be giving you a DFS lineup. Uh, I'll say, yeah. Anything jump out to you guys before we dive into our lineups? Because I feel like I have the perfect lineup for this week to win to win all the money. J Mark? It, what jumped out to me is that the DFS books finally adjusted their prices. Okay. It was a little trickier to build the lineup this time. Yeah. You couldn't just slot in the guys that are continually putting up the biggest games. 
because they did start to adjust the the prices a little bit. Um, I agree. This is the first time I've seen kind of a bigger adjustment. So it was interesting. They finally, like week four, they're like, oh shit, we're making this too easy. Mm-hmm. Something like that because they did they did make an adjustment. So it was a little little trickier to me, but yeah, I'm, I like my, uh, my lineup as well. Um, shout out to our, our listener on Twitter. Kitsch said, weekly listener to XFL SGPN podcast. Your DFS picks have been fantastic mm-hmm. every week. Ooh. So if it's your first time listening... Uh, we got people that have been listening every week and liking the lineup. So nice. Take, get, get your pencils out and write them down. Yeah. And we appreciate that, but we would appreciate it even more if you can hop on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review yes, at XFL sir. gambling Thank podcast. You. I know we got some recently. All right. Dead. Rob who said this is the best XFL gambling uh, related podcast out there. I agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I CJ, listen. how do you feel about I ref- that? I refuse <laughs> to listen to other ones <laughs> for personal reasons anyway, but, uh, no, I like it. Um, and if you did follow me, not to <laughs> child, I am new to this uh, DFS world. I put DraftKings on notice <laughs> with my shipping last week. I came in twelfth uh, place or tied for tenth, which was money out of six hundred. Now people are challenging me to one-on-one contests. Ooh, I ooh. set the thing a buzz. Oh. People are aware of CJ bombs out there <laughs> on daily on uh, daily as I ship brought in seventy-five dollars. From my twelve dollars, you fill out the tax information. From my twelve dollars, <laughs> I probably should have said that publicly, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, look, I've won money two out of three times, but the most—I got to be honest—I'm a bit envious of your seventy-five dollars because I, I walk away with like tw- uh, fifteen to twenty or or something like that. Uh, two out of the three weeks. One week I gave you a zero. That was a—I uh, believe that was week two. Mm. Um, I'm not switching. You don't change horses midstream. You dance with the date you brought. Donooch is my quarterback at plus. Uh, t- uh, well, he's, he's what ten thousand eight hundred. He's expect the Nooch is expensive. Yeah, you should. Yeah. What did Dion say? I'm bringing the Louis. I'm bringing the Donooch. All right. Uh, give me Ben Donooch. Is anyone else following in the footsteps of the number one offense in the league? I know. I'm sure. I'm CJ? sure. I'm sure. Jay Marcus. My only way to go uh, not to pick the Nooch is because I believe everyone will have the. Nooch. I thought about going Huntley, you know? but the rain scared me off. That's funny you say that. That's who I went with. I went with Huntley. 10K. Yeah. He's an even 10K, which is actually a little expensive for him, but he's starting to look good. <laughs> and and I like the revenge angle coming in and uh yeah, the rain and 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 uh Mark just just let us know. The rain's not to be the worst case scenario. As long as it's not that Vegas tornado storm, whatever the <laughs> hell is going on there, it should be okay. And you can't they don't run and they and what I like about Vegas, they just don't run the ball. They just refuse to do it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So uh so finally if, if there is gonna be running, it's gonna be Hunley. So I I like his all around game there. And I think he's worth a shot. Just in case the nooch throws a the nooch bomb up there on that Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> J Mark, who are you going with at QB? Yeah, so I will. Uh, I'll preface this with I'm definitely going to have some nooch Pearson stacks. Okay. Um, because I I do multiple lineups, but this is the one that I thought was the most well balanced, and it starts yeah. with AJ McCarron. I think mm. they're going mm. to really light it up. You know, I've been outspoken yeah. about the fact that I think this is going to be a lot of points. So, um, yeah, I'm picking McCarron, ten thousand seven hundred, second most expensive quarterback behind the Nooch. Wow. Um, but yeah, save me, a, save me a couple hundred dollars there. J Mark's like, I made money last week, turned in seventy five letters, but I made, <laughs> I, made tw- I made twelve dollars. <laughs> all right. It's no, no. Good. <laughs> I made an eight dollar profit off of all my lineups. Uh, all right, all right. It's like when yeah. Jimmy the Greek would bet, bet on every horse just to get him tough winning. Like, I got the winner, and he'd slap his tickets down, even though he'd lose money on it. <laughs> but he wanted to feel that winning feeling. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Mark. yeah, you got to do it. Um, no one doing Brandon Silvers, even though the Houston he, offense had success against Orlando. He's my guy. Every week, he looks like the most competent quarterback as well, and he is a great pick there. And I wouldn't, but like, but they do kind of shut it down too, like what Jerry Mark was saying before. Like you know, what I mean, they were up big in halftime, then they kind of get conservative with it. It's still, I don't know. I don't know. Just just throwing that out there. The undefeated uh, Roughnecks quarterback undrafted right. in uh, in this week's DFS running back wise. Oh, uh, well, I'm going back to the well, no. Brian Hill. Mm. All right, I think there's opportunity. I think this game's gonna. I'm with you, J Mark. I think this is gonna be like a give me like a 27 mm. to, to to 12 final score. Uh, I think St. Louis is gonna lay it on them, and I think the the ground attack is gonna be all the difference in the world. Brian Hill at sixty six hundred dollars. What do you think of that play? Who'd you go with that I, li- back? I like Brian Hill. I think the, I think. Uh, 
I think Abram Smith is a lock play at running back this week just because he's 8,400, but Vegas, they can't stop the run. Morgan Ellison, Morgan Ellison went off on them last week, you know, and DC, that's exactly what they do is run the ball. Abram Smith, he's number one pick. He looks like an RB one out there. You know, yeah. like he just looks like the guy, the uh, bell cow. So I think, and especially if it does rain, does have bad weather kind of to back up my Hanley pick. I think it's going to be a, a steady diet of Abram Smith. On, mm. uh, mm. I like night. it. He was on my roster a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, J Mark, what are you doing here at the running back spot? Yeah, I got Brian Hill as well. I know that's a little counterintuitive with having AJ McCarron as my quarterback, but Not at all. Um, he receives the ball. He receives the ball out of the backfield as well. So yeah, I think they're going to get up big. McCarron's going to throw three touchdowns. Then they're going to run the ball down their throat. That's, that's how I think the game's going to go. So I'm throwing a bunch of St. Louis guys in this lineup, but i I feel good about it. Mm. There we go. It could be a live and die with the yeah, I, know. I was just gonna say it, it should be at that Cardinal uh, Stadium. Was that Bush Bush Stadium? I should be playing that game there. It could be. Um, a, it could be a devastating. I'm just saying Sunday at the at the, the J Mark whis- household. Uh, the whiskey yeah. lunch might start early yeah. if somehow St. Louis if St. Louis doesn't pull this off or, early on Sunday afternoon. Or it could it could start out. You know, if his wife finds out he's got uh, you know five thousand dollars going in uh, in DFS <laughs> plays in the XFL. Uh, you did what? On how many battle hawks? <laughs> Why did you stack so many battle hawks? <laughs> to cause the law. How could I not? Come on. Oh man. Uh, wide receiver for me. Mm-hmm. I did stack it up, man. Yeah. All right. And I, I, I'm only going to release one right now because that's what I do. We go one at a time here on the, yes. on the XFL gambling Highest podcast. Paid receiver. Ja- no, no. Jacor. Pearson is yeah. my guy. I want the slot guy. I know Gordon stealing all the headlines. Game winner, fourth and two. No, I meant your highest paid receiver. Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. That's how we do sorry. it. Right? One over Not my head. Here. Over <laughs> my head. Uh, Jacor Pearson. I, every week I roster him because I want the slot. Yeah. I want the slot in June Jones's offense. Uh, did you roster Jacor Pearson? And he has thirty six thousand targets between three games. It seems like I did not. I went with my stack, a Vegas stack of uh, Jeff Bidet. He's at 9,700, but he's, um, for some reason, they just don't want to throw the ball to Martavius Bryant. Just NFL wide receivers. You stay out there let them know that you play in the NFL and we're going to just give bidet every goddamn target there is because no one's ever heard of him. And uh, whatever. So I, I think I, I like that. I like that stack on uh, Sunday night there. Hunley and bidet. J Mark, who's your top priced wide out? Yeah, um, I had to go. I had to sprinkle in a little bit of Houston here. So Jontre Kirkland, mm-hmm. um, he mm-hmm. that guy's a beast. Love uh, his vodka at Costco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that Kirkland yeah. whiskey is all right too. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, yeah Kirkland is. Uh, he seems to be the go-to guy. He's becoming the go-to guy over Burnett. And uh, yeah, I think he's just going to keep getting looks. He's he was a beast last week. I think he has an opportunity to kind of really take a step even more forward against these guardians, the guardians mm. <laughs> for sure. Two mm. touchdowns last week. He was, uh, yeah, he was my, he was my key guy for my huge $75. Winner, I think. All right. All right. Well, look, I, I, I told you guys, I tipped my hand. I stacked wideouts with the sea dragons, but I didn't go with Gordon. Okay. I went with uh, Blake Jackson, five catches, had a touchdown. And look, I think Gordon's going to get some double teams. He's the NFL guy. He's the decoy. Yeah. Uh, and Pearson and Jackson are just going to, you know, catch the ball all the way to victory lane here for old pick Dundee. So I'm all over uh, uh, Blake Jackson, 7,500 things are uh, uh, reasonable. Uh, look, the highest, the high octane offense, the number one offense in the XFL. I want action. Mm. And especially with their running backs dinged up and bringing in new guys, they're going to throw the ball even more. Yes. Give me the wideouts of the sea dragons. Uh, CJ, what are you doing here in the second spot? The second spot. Um, this is our flex, right? We can we can flex out anyone yeah. there. I believe so. My second highest receiver. I'm going back to uh, steady hand of Sal Canella, and uh, especially with Sloter with uh, what you call it. Yeah, Sloter's return. Sloter's return, I think, helps uh, Sal. I'm, I'm, welcome, I'm willing to he welcome. He gets targets, man. Yeah, and I'm willing to welcome Sal Canella. The O line might lineups. suck, right. but he goes, oh shit, let me just throw it to Sal. So I like Sal. I like I like Sal coming in 7800, and just with uh, with Sloter coming back in there, I think that connection. He's like, he's just uh, he just stands out. I mean, obviously he was the number one tight end in USFL, and he just look he just looks like a, a uh, like a professional tight end out there. Yeah, and he just eats up tons of targets. I know, I know, J Mark's a big Sal Canella fan, but with Sloter, I think the only thing holding him back. 
was uh, what's my call it a quarterback? Oh yeah, you Drew know? Plitt. Drew Plitt. Jesus Plitt. Christ. Yeah, J Mark. <laughs> so brutal. What do you think of Sal Canella? And uh, what are you doing here in your, uh, your second wide receiver spot? Yeah, thirty-five percent of the target share. Hard to go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. For Sal Canella, um, that's what he got last week when Slaughter right. came in, and you could see when that pocket broke down, he did force it to Canella, just yeah. like we said he would preseason because we thought Slaughter was going to be the starter. <laughs> right. Um, I did my stack here with my quarterback and put in Hakeem Butler. He's looked unstoppable. Yes. He's six foot five. Um, he's how a much guy was that he? He was eighty three hundred, which yeah. I thought was a little cheap for how much he's been dominating. Mm-hmm. Um. I just, I think he's a, he's a red zone target. We've seen him out, out speed guys. They move him on the outside. They actually have lined him up in the slot. Um, they move him all over the place and he's hard to cover, especially with that size. So yeah, I went with Hakeem Butler here to stack with AJ McCarron. Interesting. Interesting. You know, uh, you guys might be able to help me on my final draft, my final player, but we'll get to him in a second. But okay. uh, you know, I, I, for the s- I know you talked about the run game in DC. Yeah. So my flex, I had to go. I, you know, Abram Smith was on my team last, last right. week, but I, I made a, I'm going to pivot to the DC defenders running back from temple. Right. Mm. Uh, right. Um, he's undervalued to me at 4,300. If the game's going to be in the rain, I, I think, you know, obviously he fumbled a couple of times uh, yeah. the week before. And I think that's what hurt him as far as carries. If you go back the other two games, he actually got more carries than, than Smith in some of those situations. I am going to take a chance on Armstead at 4,300, even though yes, rain equals more fumbles, which means maybe he does that too. But J, uh, uh, CJ, what do you, th- what do you make of my, my play well, of lo- the defenders rushing attack with you? I love Reichwell, love temple. Uh, he, I think he had a bad ankle too. That's a, that also didn't help him like go through a couple games. And I, but you're right. He's going to come back. Well, with and Smith is questionable, right? Smith is questionable, but, um, but I don't, I, I'm, I'm not going to fade. I rock well for sure. And I think they do do a steady, even balance. It's not like they're going to do like a 90, 10 share or anything like that. Yeah. And um, the only um, hiccup we have, b- both of us with the running backs is if they do put the air King in there, they do like to run the quarterbacks and they want to get to the goal line and vulture all those touchdowns. Yeah. But uh, I like it, especially for that price. Why not, J Mark? Uh, wait. So so wait. You you. I didn't throw a pick yeah, out there. Yeah, you just, yeah, I was, I was just commenting say, on your right. Like, well. Wait wait. <laughs> I was just commenting on your right. Well, another. I'll tell you what though. I will piggyback off that DC value there, and uh, for at forty seven hundred, I like this guy uh, because uh, Tommy did look a little better last week. As much as J Mark hates him, throwing the ball around <laughs> a little bit, he likes he likes giving out his rushing stats as of why to fade him. <laughs> <laughs> the only quarterback, yeah. but uh, only rush for nine yards, right. guys. So there's value, I think, on that DC passing attack as well, just to get a like. So I got Lucky Jackson at 4700. Oh, I mean, great name, great number one guy. Name. And if you want for a value budget, I mean, you know, and as much, God forbid, we look at a quarterback who and his throwing and his throwing statistics. Jay Mark, hundred ninety had a touchdown. <laughs> And he's the guy he throws to all the time. So I, I look like Lucky Jackson at forty seven hundred. I think that's a great value down there. Uh, I, you know, that's an interesting angle of potentially playing Tamu too. Mm-hmm. He looked good last he week. Looked good. He looked good. I know. I know. J Mark wants to smear his name. <laughs> he sure does. And take away his. Take away his. We all know, know why. Once I'm out of the league, as Kendrick Perkins would yeah. say, we all know why J Mark doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's a running joke, just making J Mark a racist. <laughs> it started. I'll give one. you the. I'll give you the real reason why for Tamu. All right. Last last year in the USFL, he was so talked up about how he mm. was going to be the best quarterback in this league, and blah blah blah. And I bought into it. I spent so many first rounders on Tamu in my fantasy football so leagues. It's personal. It's Hold personal. On. Okay, I but. See. You're that scoring. was the Tampa Bay Bandits having the worst offensive line in the USFL. I think you're going to see Slaughter essentially mm-hmm. like that this year in the XFL. The offensive line still be. matters in football, folks. Um, all right, uh, who's your who's your first uh, flex there, J Mark? Yeah, doing a triple stack here at six thousand. Austin Prohl. He had a little bit of a disappointing week last yeah. week, but I still think he's a go-to guy. Um, so yeah, I'm throwing him in there just on the, uh, the narrative that I think St. Louis routes. How much is he? I think that 6,000. 
Yeah, he's a nice play, especially at mm. home. They want to feed those white fans too with a prole. <laughs> right, go to, they, they get those bloodthirsty racists in St. Louis. They got to. Oh man! And uh, he's the coach's son, of course. Receivers yes. coach. Yeah, I but I played him last week and he let me down. That's probably the reason why I didn't actually uh, have a great day. A lot I mean, of personal score. I feel like I had great players around him. He didn't come through. He did go to North Carolina over East Carolina, so uh, not a big fan of him. Um. <laughs> My last flex guy is John one. Love it. He scored for me. The fact that's going to rain in this game, Vegas is going to have to run the ball. They're going to be forced to run the ball. I don't, this is one where I was going to say I can be talked into changing it, even though he scored for, for me a week ago, I can be talked into changing it. I do have a thousand dollars sitting there Mm. extra burning a hole in your pocket. So I got $5,900. I can go with. I could go with Latimer in Orlando, in Orlando, uh, Arcanado with Arlington, but that Arlington offense is such mm. ass. Uh, I could go with Jacques Patrick. Mm. Uh, now we're talking of San Antonio or Jaquez Ezard, who was has been letting me down this year. I thought he was going to be good. Um, or Lucky Jackson. I mean, do, who do you guys think I should uh, should I should I stay with Love it, J Mark, or should I bounce around? Well, I'm going to, I'll tip my hand here for my last pick in mm. the flex spot. Jacques Patrick, yeah. as they say it, I still like Jacques Patrick. Um, <laughs> like he's a French guy or something. Yeah. No, I got yeah. him at 5,200. I think they're going to be able to run the ball on Seattle. You know, we talked about that mm-hmm. Seattle run defense is a, uh, a little, um, yeah. Phony. It's kind of one yeah. of their weak spots. Yeah. 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 So I think he's probably going to get into the end zone. I think that's going to be one right. of the scores that San Antonio has. You yeah. just sold me. Love it. You're out of here. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Jacques Patrick. Watch, uh, watch like, Love it have yeah. twice as many points now. Yeah. All right. Why well, it's like coming with a pick that you hate? All right. Here's a guy I want to replace. <laughs> I've been waiting all week just to tell you this. I think I'm gonna. This could be a new stick. I'm gonna do this right. every week. Here's a guy right. I'm firing <laughs> immediately. Who, who'd you go with your last flex? Well, I also have one of those options you threw out there. I went with Cody Latimer, the Orlando tight end at 5600. He's just a mismatch out there. He's yeah. an absolute oh, yeah. beast on oh, that yeah. field. And, and that, Orlando, that's too cheap for him. Yeah, it's way too cheap. 5600. Yeah. It's because it's Orlando, and they're gonna be down a lot, obviously versus Houston. And you know that's all they're going to be doing throwing, it, and that's their one man, you know, one mismatch they have that they're going to have to take advantage of all day. And I, and I have enough faith in uh, what's his face to do that. I can't, oh, I can't even say his name without fucking uh, uh, your guy uh, Paxton Lynch. <laughs> Paxton Lynch. I mean, he knows an NFL tight end when he sees it, and he's just a beast out there. So I think I, I, I like a. I'm, I'm running double tight with Sal Canella. And Cody, mm, and Cody, I like and Cody it. Latimer. I like it. Uh, so wait, you're good. You gave away your lineup, then, J Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the defensive side of the ball, I'm still a bit perplexed why the renegades are the most expensive defense. I get it. They're probably the strong suit of this team. Mm-hmm. However, they're about to go play the dome in St. Louis. And it just, yeah. just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, the two that jump out to me that I think are very worthy of playing are the Wade Phillips defense against Paxton Lynch and Greg Williams, sure. Greg Williams <laughs> with the DC defenders. But also, I think I could be talked into a Battle Hawk play. And that's why I'm going with the Battle Hawks defense against the worst offense in the league, the Arlington Renegades. <laughs> Let's go. What are you doing here with your defense? I'm going dirt cheap with my defense. And it's like I mentioned it earlier with the picks with uh, Danucci. Everybody eats offense in a defense, throws the balls <laughs> up for you, throw a ball for me. You know, he throws a ball for everybody. <laughs> So San Antonio at thirty five hundred is dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna let points and yards go up again, but they're gonna get theirs. They're gonna get turnovers. They're gonna get the heat. They're going home with a plate. They're going home with a dish. <laughs> Everyone gets in, you know. I and like it. Yeah. So I, I th- like. I it. think they're gonna get plenty of turnovers from the Danuch. Danuch. Uh, J Mark, what are you doing on that defensive side of the ball? Yeah, um, I went with the Battle Hawks. This is kind of a Battle Hawks heavy lineup. <laughs> kind of. So yeah, live and die by it, but. Um, I think it's going to work out. All right. I think, you know, just like Mark said, Sloter threw the most interceptions in the U S or more interceptions last year than he did touchdowns. They're going to be able to put pressure on him. And I think you're going to see some turnovers and I don't think they're going to be able to score a lot. That dome is going to create issues for Arlington. So yeah, I like the battle Hawks here. 
Love it. Jello shots after the game for the Battlehawk defenders. Kaka, I'm with you, man. Folks, subscribe to the XFL Gambling mm. Podcast. We have a reaction show that will come out either Sunday or Mondays, and then every single Wednesday we will be doing our preview and picks as the season continues to roll along. Uh, also, want to shout out uh, Mark Drumheller for coming on the yes. show. Make sure you give Mark a follow at x underscore Drumheller. That's D R U M H E L L E R. Uh, and uh, yeah, give him a follow on Twitter. And uh, look, give give all of us a follow yeah. on Twitter here. Look, and a follow with our podcast. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D and the College Football Experience, the College Basketball Experience. The USFL Gambling Podcast and the College Baseball Experience. Damn, I'm I'm doing a lot of content. All right, uh, I am also <laughs> I am also uh, co-signing the fact that you should follow and subscribe to. Well, first off, give CJ Sullivan a, fo- a follow at CJ Sullivan underscore on Twitter, but also check out his stand-up comedy because he's fucking hilarious, and he's going to be at the Improv in Los Angeles or Hollywood, California this weekend. Yeah. Um. But also check out the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. Yes. They call him the Man in the Box. Coming up after this at three o'clock live, first uh, off-season uh, debut. Perfect. Yeah. Mix that in. Go, go dual screen. Get a little March Madness action with the the Man in the Box. I know. I might have to turn off this uh, TV down <laughs> during <laughs> during Mark's segment. I was watching Georgia Tech fucking blow <laughs> that BS. <laughs> <laughs> Almost slammed this microphone. <laughs> it's a br- oh, brutal beat. By yeah. the, by the <laughs> Fouling four seconds ago, now six. What the filthy bastard! Also, we got the third man here. The guy knows XFL in and out. All right, so we give him a hard time about minority quarterbacks. All right, he's a good (laughs) guy. All right, he's a good guy, and he really doesn't have any uh, any any disliking for them. Well, with the exception (laughs) of for them, yeah, yeah. For 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 Jordan Tamu, I'm talking about Jordan Tamu. Right, all all of his names. He drafted him in the fantasy league. I get it. You've been pissed off. Look, one one year, one year I took Terrell Davis and he got injured like the first game. Dead to you. I was pissed off because it was like my second pick of the draft. Right. So I held a little bit of a grudge when talking about Terrell Davis for the coming years because he was it's getting injured a, every year. What's up? It's all quarterbacks not named Brian Scott. That's that's all uh, it is. That's really. all Brian Scott fan club. Brian Scott fan sure. club number 1 yeah. there. But give J Mark a follow. He hosts the old the old-fashioned football podcast mm-hmm. and the NFL gambling podcast. Man, we just got how many podcasts do we have as a group? We just it's got a lot, a lot of, of them. So, folks, check out all of us and subscribe. Get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And also come talk XFL football with us in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord until the end of week four, either Sunday or Monday. We're gonna try to work. Actually, it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be Monday because uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Because we have selection Sunday with college basketball in the studio might be in in use there, but we'll work it out. We'll let you know. We'll tweet it out. Make sure you give us a follow at XFL Gambling Pod. So do all that good stuff. And until next week, this is the XFL Gambling Podcast. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. X marks the spot. X marks the crossroads. Two straight lines crossing over in the middle. That's the letter you must see they to find the time. treasure or the clue or the X-ray machine that's looking right inside of you. X is the letter without which one could not do. X marks the spot.